Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's start with Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. with me, Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the program, Tones That Can Change Your Life, with Dale Allen Hoffman. What is the absolute fastest way, the best method to naturally reach a better mindset. Well, listen to this. He's been a friend of mine for a long time. Dale Allen Hoffman is an ancient Aramaic wisdom keeper, mystic, and energetic healer, revealing long-suppressed ancient secrets and healing modalities. He came of age in the 1970s on the edge of the fabled Pine Barrens of southern New Jersey. Now, the Pines were the ancestral lands of the indigenous Lenape Nation, as well as an occult hotbed rife with all kinds of yeah, sacrificial cults and the Atlantic City Mafia and haunted Revolutionary War battlefields. And, of course, you know, the 
infamous cryptid, the Jersey Devil. Uh, well, Dell's childhood was punctuated by uh, well, the profound experiences of paranormal and natural phenomena, extraterrestrial visitations, spiritual epiphanies. For over 30 years, Dell has been what many call a, quote, teacher behind the teachers. And since coining the term Aramaic toning in the early 1990s, Dale is the frequent go-to authority for many well-known spiritual teachers, uh, celebrities, business icons, musicians, and everyday people uh, on how to awaken the experiential core of ancient teachings in the most practical way possible. And he has published numerous audio and video programs. And he's the author of the book Echoes of an Ancient Dream, Aramaic Toning on the Path of Light. His website is DaleAllenHoffman.com. That's D-A-L-E-A-L-L-E-N-H-O-F-F-M-A-N. DaleAllenHoffman.com. This interview is long overdue, so here we go. Dale Allen Hoffman, welcome to the show. It's awesome to be here. It's good to hear your voice. You know, Dale, you and I met in my hometown of Asheville, North Carolina, and we have been friends for a long time, and it's been a true pleasure watching your work uh, progress over all these years. But for someone who has never heard of you, please explain what you do. In a nutshell, uh, I take basically essentially ancient work and bring it into a present moment context. I say ancient insight for the present moment. There's a lot of people that do that. What's really unique about what I do is I work especially, I'm known as an ancient Aramaic wisdom keeper. I work a lot with the teachings of that, that were ultimately translated into the Bible from Jesus, Yeshua, etc. But also one of the things I do is I work with taking ancient languages, ancient teachings, ancient sounds, and showing people how to actually pronounce particular things, toning, which is something we can talk about, and bring people into a present moment experience with something that we've basically only had an experience with interpretations through multiple languages on a page. So my intention is to bring people into the present moment as if it was 2000 years ago, as much as possible right here and right now. Now, Aramaic is the, the language that Jesus spoke, correct? Yes. Yeah, that uh, Hebrew also, of course, being Jewish. But And so how did you learn that? Uh, piecemeal at first. It was not easy. You know, going back 30 years ago, there wasn't really a lot of people to speak with. I tried learning from books, which is a train wreck. Uh, I started mentoring with a lot of different people, tried working from recordings. There were some programs out there I was able to connect in with going to lots of symposiums. Honestly, for the first 15 years, I've been doing this for about 32 now, the first 15 years, it was a little slow going. I would think I was saying something intelligent, people would laugh. A little bit further down the line, I was able to start going deeper into the work of people like Dr. Rocco Errico or Neil Douglas Klotz or Andrew Gabriel Roth. I could drop all kinds of names into that where I started going deeper into the root sounds, like the, the actual root sounds that you would find 
that would pop up between different teachings where you've never realized they were there that'll actually take you down into a place where you actually have the opportunity to be in a similar sort of vibrational experience with the people that actually spoke them. And with the Aramaic, though, now it's kind of all over the place in a way. Uh, but funny enough, not having a lot of resources, it forced me to see a lot of things that I never could have seen, I think, if I learned it in some kind of traditional fashion. Coming from the outside, I was able to see similarities, how things connected, particular almost algorithms in some of the teachings. You could say codes that someone that was sort of dyed in the wool in a theological or biblical context, you know, from a seminary, they would never be able to see any of that. So, Now, some of the earliest versions of the Bible were in Greek, correct? Yeah, there's there's Greek, there's Aramaic. Funny that we don't have the originals of any of them. So when you actually ask people, like, how many originals do you think we, we have? And they're like, well, we must have one, right? I'm like, no, we have zero. Uh, what's intriguing, though, is a lot of the Greek originals have these, like, syntax errors. What does that mean? That means that you look at a supposed old Greek text, and it doesn't really make a lot of sense. If you lay the Aramaic next to it, all of a sudden it clears up. And what's interesting is that wouldn't happen if something was originally sourced in Greek, then obviously they would want that to make sense in Koine Greek. Uh, if it was just reverse engineered back into Aramaic, you wouldn't have the syntax errors and things of that nature. Uh, and I mean, much like what Graham Hancock does with, uh, you know, working with archaeology and being sort of off the beaten path, I'm not welcomed in. I'm sort of an outsider that's trying to in, trying to intrude. I, for years, I called myself a civilian scholar. I realized that the hardest thing about what I was doing was just being heard because any kind of an established, not just doctrines of religion, but just an established belief system or thought system, archaeology, like I say, with Graham's work is a good example. People, they're not interested in rocking the boat. You know, they're interested in getting the accolades they need and cashing their checks. And the people that are considered you know, experts in biblical teachings or languages, whatever, they're only called experts because they went to the same institutions that essentially everybody else did. And the more they were able to parrot back that that conditioning, the more they were basically put up and held up and say, okay, this guy here is an expert. And uh, I came from completely out of left field. Uh, but the, I think the, one of the primary differences for me is I actually put this stuff in, into practice. I wasn't just having relationships with concepts on a page. There's a big difference there. When you look at the King James version of the Bible versus some of the oldest documents that you've been able to read, uh, how close is the uh, connection? Well, it's interesting because uh, most people don't really know the truth of a lot of King James, his tutor, how he learned, you know, his mother, Mary, Queen of Scots. They don't know a lot of the – they know what's put out by – theological institutions. They don't know a lot about like a lot of the backstory of what he actually did know the, the teams of scribes, which was about almost three dozen that he had surrounding working on those texts. Um, honestly, it, to be honest, it's apples and oranges because the King James is a beautiful document. Uh, it, it's beautifully poetic. 
there's a lot of things people don't realize, like what do those italicized words mean? Oh, well, that means it was added, meaning it wasn't actually there. People don't really grow up knowing those kinds of things. But I started getting that. That's really what I cut my teeth with when I was seven years old. That's the first time that I laid, sat on the floor, laid five Bibles next to each other uh, on my grandmother's living room floor. And I compared different parts of the Gospel of Matthew and Aramaic, that's Matai. And I went, hold on a second here. I'm told this is the inerrant word of God. Why are these all completely different? Like not just little things, but things that a seven-year-old kid can pick up and say, wait a second, this is not the same. One of those was a King James. Was One was a 1611 King James, which I still have, which is different than the King James. That's the original. Uh, those were replicates of the original plates. And then there was the new King James, which is different from the King James, different from the, the 1611 King James, and then she had a Greek lexicon Bible, and I don't remember the fifth one. And it was baffling to me, because I'm like, something's not right here. And that's when I started having, and this is the part where I'll, you know, often get pushed off to the side, I started having these more, you know, interdimensional teachings happening for me. Uh, how do I, you know, put that into language? You know, I was going through a pretty not a, a it was a nice childhood you know southern new jersey across from philadelphia farmlands and everything the suburbs uh but you know things were going on in the home some really intense stuff and i would find myself out out in nature pretty much all day long throw my shoes off and run out into the farms all around me into the county woods right on the edge of the pine barrens jersey devil all that uh, and I would spend so much time out there. Sometimes I'd take a Bible with me. Sometimes I wouldn't. And I would sit there, what I called crisscross applesauce, Indian style, in a lotus position, meditating, not knowing that I was meditating. I was just trying to do what I could to quiet my mind using really bass tones that I was learning from some Greek texts and stuff like that, even English, trying to elongate these sounds. And what started happening is, you know, lack of a better word the veils started lifting time for a break when we come back wait till you see what happened to dale when the veil started lifting and remember if you want some cool free instant gifts all you have to do is go right now to joshuapwarren.com and sign up for my free e-newsletter right there on the homepage. i am joshua p warren and you're listening to strange things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mom does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash StrangeThings today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash StrangeThings. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren. And now let's get back to my interview with Dale Allen Hoffman. His website is DaleAllenHoffman.com. Lack of a better word, the veils started lifting. And uh, at the time, I didn't know I had met my spirit guides. That wasn't really fully revealed to me till a couple of decades later. But I started having relationships with higher beings. I don't know how else to say it. I would say trans-dimensional or interdimensional. Intriguingly, a lot of the learning that I got, and this is where I, you know people don't want to listen to that part, was coming from almost like, I don't, for lack of a better word, like cracks in 3D you know, little spaces that I had to get into in deep states of meditation. And that started happening, started happening. And then it was seven years old at a vacation Bible school. 
in class and everybody's talking about, you know, lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, all of that kind of stuff. You know, I don't want to quote all kinds of verses, but I'm looking around the room in this vacation Bible school and I'm like, something's not right. Everybody's talking about this heaven, you know, as a place you go to after you die. And I remember looking down at the page and there was the only way I can explain this is that there was a there was a light within the page. It wasn't a fire. It was like a light. And I saw four distinct layers inside, like literally physically, as if I could put my hand inside the page and it went down into deeper dimensions or layers in different colors and different languages. And each of them had a deeper meaning from the surface level on top, which was in black, which was the English, and then four other layers. And I remember putting my hand over it and I'm like, well, all right, hold on. I don't feel heat. And then I was very aware all of a sudden that the room was dark. And I remember looking up and the room's empty and I'm looking around the room and I hear the kids out in the hallway. I realize they must have left the room and everybody's out there and the teacher puts her head back in and she looks at me and I must have been red faced. And she's like, are you coming? And I'm like, okay. And I remember walking out of the church, going to the back to this baseball diamond, and I'm looking up at these trees and I'm seeing lights that are dancing, but there was no lights. I'm hearing like a high, not a squeal, but like the way I explain it, it's like I spent, let's say, hours getting my sound system sounding as amazing as I can. And then somebody comes from out of nowhere and lifts a blanket off. And all of a sudden this presence, this sheen is there. And I still remember looking over at the teacher and she's looking at me like, what did that kid do? I know I looked guilty. That was my first, the first moment that I went, hold on. And I realized that I was seeing something that other people weren't seeing. And as you explored this more and more, it led you deeper and deeper into toning. Yeah. Uh, So uh, toning is a brand new concept for some people. Uh, Give us some examples of what you're talking about when you say you're into toning. Yeah, it's, it's, it is interesting because people are like, well, you mean working out muscles? I'm like, no, no. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's, let me put it this way, you know, before even, because I can even give you an example of it, of course, but the thing about toning for me, that's so powerful. It's the fastest technology tool I've ever encountered in my life to get a newbie who's never done anything like that before into a deep state of presence. It's faster than meditation. It's faster than any kind of spoken prayer. It's faster than any kind of breath work. Now I'm saying, now I've been meditating for decades. I can get myself there into a deep place of presence just in half of a second. That's a little different for a newbie. That doesn't happen. Toning, however, like I'll just put out one, one word, you know, the first word from an Aramaic prayer, Sounds like this, Aoun. And I'm just going to make one simple sound. Aoun. So that's a little similar to Om that we know of from the Sanskrit. All I can say is there I am six seconds later and I am in a completely different state of being. Even if I'm not even pronouncing a particular word or I'm pronouncing it wrong, you can just make a simple oh. And it's funny, I can do this with a five-year-old 
and I can see the shift in their face, in their eyes after only three or four seconds. I'm not aware of any other technology that works that quick for someone that's never done that, done something before. So what's happening? What are you doing there? Well, I mean, it's, it's funny. It's all about resonance. Uh, you know, one of the things that I, my biggest challenge when I started learning, going deeper into a lot of this Bible stuff, and I realized that the church path wasn't going to be it. One of the, the biggest frustrations I had was even as a young kid, I started recognizing that people were really having relationships with concepts on a page. They weren't actually having a lot of these deeper inner things that I was really seeking that I needed to have. And intriguingly, as an example, the beginning of, of John, the Gospel of John, starts like this in Aramaic, Bereshit etawihua milta. That word milta was the word translated as word. Of course, that's logos in Greek. In Koine Greek, technically lexis or lego would be a word that could be written on a page. Logos is something quite a bit more uh, less definable in that sense. Milta in Aramaic, the ta gendering that word feminine, mela would be an actual word, a physical word that you see on a page. Milta, what that actually means is the experience of ta gendering feminine. What does that mean? I just want to clarify that. That means that if I'm holding, let's say, a pen in my hand, the actual pen itself would be considered more masculine. The physical thing, it's something that's obvious in front of me in 3D, I can give you a pen. However, my perception, experience, attitude about the pen, observation, the perception would be much more feminine. Milta would be not a word written on a page, but rather the the vibrational frequency experience as you are speaking it consciously as you are intoning it whether you're making the sound or not funny enough i can make a sound and have that experience and then i can not make the sound and as long as i keep that in my awareness i can still have a vibrational frequency relationship and experience with it even without intoning it out loud and that was the thing that really unlocked the deeper teachings for me in a way that, because you, you read a lot of the teachings, people are learning all these repetitions of things that go to mul through multitudes of languages. But when you go back to something very source, whether it's Lakota or Aramaic or Hebrew, you're going to have an experience of something that is much more intimate that's got much more i almost want to say beautiful teeth to it something you can really sink your teeth into rather than just having a relationship with a concept that's defined from the intellectual side of your brain which isn't a bad thing per se uh but it really is two completely different experiences all right so right now obviously uh people are very stressed out i think people have always been stressed out <laughs> we we yeah. know that everybody thinks i'm the most stressed out person who's ever lived you know and uh, even though they don't <laughs> they don't look back at the historical context so all right when it comes to toning um just again as an example when somebody is feeling bad uh when you're feeling bad what do you think is the most fast acting tone to put you in a better spirit? You know, for me, it's, it's a really simple sound. It's at the end of several Aramaic tones, and it, it's a combination of two different sounds. 
which is the Aleph, which is the first letter of the Aramaic alphabet, and that essentially is represented as everything. It means the oneness of everything, everything included as one singularity or absolute. And then the second sound of it is the Yud, which is arm or extension, something reaching out. You could also even say hand. And when you make that sound, like as an example, at the end uh, on John 3.16, that word that was translated as only begotten, monogones from the Greek, which means literally only born in Aramaic, that word is achedaya, and the aya sound at the end of that means essentially something that's limitless. It has no boundary. Shemaya, the word heaven, which is our 11-year-old daughter's name, heaven, which is also the word sky, it ends with aya. It means something that has no beginning and no ending. So for me, what's a really powerful sound is simply repeating the Aleph and the Yod together. And of course, when I tone those together, you're going to hear an English word, I, which if you look at that from Aramaic roots, that is the absolute, the, the, the oneness. One is kind of a problematic word to use, but the absolute reaching or extending itself out. Now, if I just tone that, it's one of those tones just I, I it's one of those tones that for me has such a beautifully connected nature it can go on as long as I can last and it's also really powerful without making the sound like if you're in a business meeting or something and you're totally stressed out, you can do that one under your breath without even making the tone. And I can guarantee you that as long as you're paying attention, you will feel not only that deeper sense of presence within, but I, I physically, and I've you've done this with tens of thousands of people across the earth, you physically, you can feel your physiology shift. Did you feel it? It's time for a break, but I must say, I think he's right. I think he's on to something. Listen to what he has to say next. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I'll be back after these important messages. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And now, back to my interview with Dale Allen Hoffman. When I was in Puerto Rico, I used to drive for hours back and forth across the island, often in the middle of the jungle. And one of my favorite things to listen to was this CD that you did back in the day. And I can't remember which one it was, but the points... Anana, living from the IM, yeah. Okay, the points you made were fascinating. And I told you that, and you said, yeah, well, thanks, but I've advanced a lot since then. And I, th- <laughs> and I thought that was cool that you're always growing. So so uh, Anana uh, was that CD. What was the ultimate message of that recording? Well, that was, you know, that one I unpack the I am statements uh, of of Yeshua, of Jesus, from the Gospel of John. And you can boil it all down to this. When he would say Anana, as in, in, in Koine Greek, that's ego emi. And what that means is I, in other, I, individual I am, essentially, in, in modern English. In Aramaic, it was a little more problematic, though. Because in Aramaic, the words, it's actually a technically two different words, one word repeated twice. And in Aramaic, it sounds like this, anana, which is actually one word, ana, said twice, ana, ana. And when I look on the page, I see ana, ana. But the way we pronounce that, the middle ah sound drops and it becomes anana, which intriguingly is the ancient Sumerian goddess of love, fertility, and warfare. That's a side note, though. But what that means, the literal translation of those words in Aramaic in his native tongue was not I am, 
actually. If he was saying, I am I, Jesus, he would just say, Anna. Anna Lachmadahai, I am the bread of life. Anna Nuhrat Deama, I am the light of the world. But that's not what it says in Aramaic. It actually says, Anna, Anna. The literal translation is I, I. The I within the I, the I behind the I, the I inside of the I, which is intriguing because Aramaic did influence Amharic, Ge'ez, all these different Ethiopic and Somali languages, and somehow that I-I idea from ancient Aramaic ended up in the Rasta philosophies, Emperor Selassie, you know, if everybody's heard uh, Marley on Bob Marley, you know, redemption song, oh pirates, yes they rob, I took I to the merchant ship minutes after that, you know, all of that all of that comes from ancient Aramaic. There was the differentiation between I, the individual Dale or Josh, versus, let me put it in these words, what you're looking for is what is looking. The difference between seeing through the human eye versus seeing, you know, without sounding you know, to sort of hunky-dory, seeing with the eyes of God, seeing with the eyes of eternity, of the cosmos. And if you look at all of those statements, those I am statements, you realize they had nothing to do with him talking about himself. He was talking about that presence, which is in the center of each and every one of us. It takes the entire religion. You know, when you look at it in Aramaic, without the theology that people can even put on top of the Aramaic, it takes the whole thing, pulls the carpet out and turns it upside down. But it doesn't turn it upside down in a mess. It turns it back onto each and every single one of us so that it's no longer a religion. Now it's actually life itself that we're talking about. We did an event together one time on a college campus, and I talked about all my paranormal and UFO stuff, and then you took over, and the next thing I knew, everybody was laying on the floor, and some people were giggling, and some people were crying, and some people were dancing like they were in a Pentecostal ritual. Uh, how did you create that? Oh, that was so fun. I mean, it was funny because I don't know if you remember, but... Uh, I remember you coming up to me and you kind of leaned in like halfway into my part of that thing uh, where all that was happening. And you kind of went, you know, Dale, all of our instrumentation is basically <laughs> slamming to the top. Yeah. And so I don't know how we can me measure anything if everything's just maxing out. I'm like, what does that mean? You're like, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm taking our guys and we're going to go wait for you. And then afterward, it was funny. I was talking with you afterward and we were just kind of recapping things and Lauren, you know, your wife, of course, your beautiful wife was behind me and I didn't know that. And she was aiming, I don't remember radio wave micrometer. I don't remember what the heck it was. And you're like looking at me and then looking over my shoulder and then like, Dale, I just wanted to tell you that every time that you get into this like really passionate place, there's like this energy that comes off and Lauren's got this, whatever gizmo aimed at your head. And every time you get into that spot, it, the needle maxes out. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Again, you're like, I have no idea. <laughs> but it was like, here's the thing. I didn't grow up Pentecostal. I, I, 10 years ago, I kind of stopped the, although I feel like I'm getting ready to go back to those, those sort of water healing things that were happening. And I, let me explain why I kind of moved away people were coming to me and they're coming to me with like tumors wrapped around their spine. And all of a sudden they're gone. People are flying across the room. They're flailing like fish on the floor. There's 
literally blue streaks of light coming out of the palm of my hand. And I'll be honest, people started looking at me like I was somehow better than other people. I got, you know, not scared per se, but I didn't know how to catalog that in my life. And I didn't want people looking at me like some kind of sort of histrionic, I don't know. You know, I don't know. People were pushing me up on these pedestals and stuff. And I was like, you know, and I literally said to my wife, Loretta, well, you know, Loretta. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore because people are looking at me like I'm like this miracle man. But what's really happening for them is they are the ones that are opening. It's happening within them. I'm just the one that's allowing that space. And she's like, yeah, but you're doing so much for so many people. And I literally just like sort of stopped completely how I did it. And this is the funny thing. I don't know how I did it. I didn't, I wasn't raised Pentecostal. It just started coming to me. I, and here's another interesting thing. I had, I have these, I don't know how else to put it. Flashbacks of being within a river a long time ago. Uh, I don't know if it's the river Jordan. I have that sense, but I have these flashbacks of being in this river and doing that kind of thing. And it's just something that unfolded through me very organically. And I didn't really, it's amazing because I talk about that even in my book, in Echoes of an Ancient Dream, which of course I quote you in, but I, I talk about how when I started doing those, these water healing events and anointings, I didn't even know what it was. I just kept getting these downloads essentially that said, you know, you need to do this. And even as I'm lifting my hand for people and a ball of light shoots out the palm of my hand and somebody goes flying, still that little nagging voice in the back of my head is going, is this really happening? Is this all just in my head? Is this all in their heads? Um, it was just one of those things that, I don't know how I did it. I just know what it feels like to be open. I know what it feels like to be that open vessel and channel and the rest takes care of itself. It's like being in a state of such absolute humility that whatever needs to happen can happen. Whatever needs to calibrate, you know, recenter itself, etc., happens. And I believe in the, what, the words of Ernest Holmes, he said, there's nothing to heal only truth to be revealed. So for me, it's me being in that truth, not because of religion, not because of all these different ideas from a page, but just allowing basically to be like a little baby, taking myself back to being that open, pure vessel without all the indoctrination and conditioning on, on, top, on top. And it only takes a split second. And then all of a sudden, somebody, you know, maybe they go flying. I, I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is what it feels like to be open. The entire universe is formed by, by uh, vibrations, uh, but given that, in your opinion, what is music? Interesting. You know, it's funny. Uh, in some sense, music is mathematics, uh, but also I don't think most people understand what math mathematics really are. I don't think they really understand that let me put it this way. One of the things I'll often ask, you know, when I'm speaking to crowds or whatever, I'll say, does anybody in here know what frequency is? And people say, yeah, it's like, you know, F, F sharp, you know, and I'm like, well, that's pitch. It's not exactly what I'm saying. I'm like, do you know what frequency, what's the actual meaning of frequency? They're like, well, when something's higher or lower, and I'm like, well, that's not what frequency means. They're like, well, if you play something and you feel it, that's frequency. I'm like, no, that's vibration. So then finally I'll put my hand up and I'll stick my thumb up 
and then I'll put my, my index finger up. And I'm like, that's frequency. And then I'll put my middle finger up. I'm like, that's frequency. Frequency means how many. So intriguingly, if the way science and quantum, quantum mechanics and all these deeper philosophical ideas and things I've even been talking about, if the understanding like the word Allah in Aramaic isn't God in the sense of this overpowering, overarching being that somehow plants us here and creates us, but Allah in Aramaic literally means absolute only being, meaning that everything is happening within an absolute. It's not a oneness that we love to call it, because as soon as you say oneness, your brain is going to go to the mathematics of two-ness as well. But it's understanding that everything is happening within some kind of an absolute system. However, when that system, and this is, you know, in, essentially in the beginning was the word, when that system at some point became so full of itself, if we can even fathom the thoughts of what that meant, you know, full of its own love, that it needed to experience itself. It needed to birth itself out. And that's when, you know, it's funny, we can call it the Big Bang, but that's what, you know, in the words of Dr. Albert Lachance, he says, the mystic calls that a sudden arising of awareness. Boy, do I wish this show was longer sometimes when we come back. The conclusion of my interview with Dale Allen Hoffman. I am Joshua P. Warren, and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? 
but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and now here is the conclusion of my interview with Dale Allen Hoffman. His website is daleallenhoffman.com. You know I do a lot of work with uh, cymatics, and especially what I call parasymatics. How does that apply to your mission in life? Well, it's incredible because, you know, there's there's a spectacular video. If people haven't seen it, um, Nigel Stanford from uh, Australia did this great cymatic video like seven or eight years ago. And he, they show the Claudney plates, which is something Ernst Claudney back in the 19th century was sprinkling, uh, it was either glass shavings or really pure beach sand on a plate, a metallic plate. And he took a violin bow and he kind of drug it along the side of the plate. And all of a sudden it started forming these amazing geometric patterns. And he started going, all right, something's happening here. You can actually buy a Claudney plate now, sprinkle the shavings on top. Or in in the beginning of my book, I talk about even iron filings. You can put iron filings on the top of like a piece of cardboard and take a magnet below it and watch all the different iron filings dancing. Well, what's beautiful about that is that tones can create those same kinds of patterns in the physical universe that fall into those natural empathetic resonance patterns. And and this can include everything, uh, the Fibonacci, all these, it's, you know, the belief in the Sanskrit culture in Hinduism is that the Om, that symbol of Om, if people have ever seen that actually came from a cymatic meditation experience. And it's as if the sound that you hear formed that pattern. Now, what what does that really mean, though? That means that you can be in the presence of some kind of sound, and it can have these kinds of effects on the physical body, like the toning. I can make a simple, oh, I did that for like three seconds. I feel very different, much more at peace. Even my voice changed just from three seconds of that. Well, cymatics is saying that essentially all of the fractal ba- the fractal basis of the world everything comes literally from sound and when they say things are spoken into existence that doesn't mean there's a big god god big long white beard and he's up there speaking things out no 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 what that's saying is that when you open your mouth consciously in a state of presence you literally are speaking as the mouth of god 
and understanding that these patterns are the natural empathetic resonance of our experience within this, literally, we're living in a chapel of sound vibrations. And my easiest question of all, uh, after everything you've learned, what is the meaning of life? <laughs> what is the meaning of life? The meaning of life is to uh, make sure to jump off the bridge when Clarence does, <laughs> so that, no. Um, you know, for me, I don't have a lot of ways to put that into words, but I know what it feels like. And to me, it feels like when I use words like open, my, our license plate, you know, here we are in West Asheville, our license plate says O-P-E-N, open. That's my license plate. And of course, people see my beautiful wife who's a model and they're like, well, what exactly does that mean? She's like, whatever you think it means, sweetie, you know, but, but it's like, no, it's just that aspect of getting out of the way and allow that natural expansion of that cosmic galactic eternal whatever you want to call it light god anything to birth through us without us sort of mucking it up and trying to put all of our philosophies on top of it kind of like what let me put it this way what's the most important thing in life, in the, in the birthing of a child. What's more important than anything else in the birth of a child, it's that you let go. Well, the clock has almost got us. So before we wrap up here, uh, I want everybody to know about your current projects, your upcoming projects. Uh, the floor is yours. Cool. So, yeah, I'm, you know, a lot of my work lately is starting to get deeper into you know, my, my childhood growing up in New Jersey, uh, I was right on the edge of, of course, the, there's all the great cryptids like the Jersey Devil and all of that. You know, we used to go camping out in the Pine Barrens, in the Pines. But I've been around, you know, pretty dark stuff since I was a kid. We had animal sacrificing cults near where I grew up. Um, I've always had this fascination with what one could call demonology. And it's intriguing for me. I couldn't explain how a tumor could go away in someone's spine, but I do understand what a demon is. And a lot of my work right now, I'm really focusing in on creating more of a technology that people can actually use to realize, as an example, you know, in the ancient Aramaic, demon is, you know, here, I have a little sound here. There's vibration, there's resonance frequency, and demon is... When I go to try to stop that, and that's what happens from our beliefs, whatever, I'm really starting to tune into, I don't know if it's another book, um, you know, I don't know what it is. I think it's going to be probably something more like some kind of an extended treat, re retreat where people can come and spend a few days with me somewhere and start getting into the realization of how do we voice those things out? Like as an example, cast out demon in Aramaic, Shadena Peck, that doesn't mean cast out a demon. It This is how you cast out a demon. You allow it to voice. And that's the one thing that's holding people back is trying not to feel those things within themselves. They don't like the way they feel. And I have been in the presence of absolute dark, disgusting, vile malevolence in this kind of work. But above all, I'm really seeking to show people how you can be in that space, not bite the hook, and realize you don't get rid of a demon by screaming the power of Christ compels you, but by standing in its presence and removing anything within you that is feeling even the slightest hesitation from that. So, you know, right now, 
my, I've been putting out a lot on YouTube. Like I tell people, follow me on social media, my website, DaleAllenHoffman.com. But I've been cranking out on YouTube, <laughs> TikTok, Instagram, you know, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Um, if people just follow and, and dig in, go to my website, sign up on the email list because I'm always sending out free stuff. Um, I'm the big focus of what I do right now, actually, I stopped a lot of the heavy travel. I'm working with people one-on-one. I have a mentoring program where people can come to me and whatever it is they want to learn about, whether it's ancient Aramaic teachings, toning, uh, spirituality, whatever that may be, we can dig into that and I can actually be there as a sounding board. Uh, in a way that not a lot of people on this planet can be actually with the kind of experience that I've got behind me. So um, there's a lot of different ways to approach what I'm doing. And then I've got tons of audio programs out there. My book is on Amazon, you know, so, but I, I see myself going more into the film aspect and more into some kind of a visual audio visual production at this point. So well, Dell, you have been a great friend for a long, long time, and I have always admired you and your work, and Lauren and I would love for you to give our best to Loretta and your beautiful family. Uh, I know you will continue to break new ground and bring us all absolutely fascinating new concepts and exercises, so we will stay in touch, and I thank you again for being my guest. Awesome. Thank you, brother. It's been beautiful. And that was my whittled down interview with Dell Allen Hoffman. <laughs> you know, we were talking off the air and I said, you know, you should just fly out here to Las Vegas and we'll find a cozy little corner somewhere and get a bottle of whiskey and turn on a camera and just talk for hours um, and go as deep as we can. Would you like to watch that? That would be uh <laughs> that would be quite interesting, don't you think? But listen, in the meantime, seriously, uh go to his website, dellallenhoffman.com, and there's a lot of good stuff there, but go to the products and there are digital downloads there that you can access instantly. And as I mentioned in the uh interview there, one of my favorites from back in the day is called Inanna. It's it's just audio. You just listen to this E-N-A-N-A, Inanna, living from the I am. Um, and that one, I don't know, I just listened to it over and over again, and it made quite an impact on me. So, uh, man, it's always so great to, to talk to Dale. But... I, I think, uh, well, this is probably going to be my, my last podcast of 2022. I'm taking off, uh, the rest of the year to catch up on some things. And so, uh, God bless you and yours. And I cannot think of a better way to end this podcast than for us all to listen to a tone, right? You know what I'm talking about. Take a deep breath. Close your eyes if you can. Here it is. The Good Fortune Tone.
That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.